0: Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of the Oilfield Basics Discover Podcast, where we try to learn something new about our incredible industry on every single episode. And I forgot to say that part of the intro in the last couple of episodes, so I had to make sure I said it this time. <laughs> but that's what we're trying to do here. And this is episode number thirty. Uh, so we're going to be talking about digital oilfield uh, for Oilfield Rentals and Services today. So we've got a, a CEO is going to be joining us with us here in just a few minutes. Uh, Michael Matchev is going to be, bringing, be going to be on here and. Um, before we dive into that too much and I know last time uh, the episode with Adam episode 29 uh, was a pretty good episodes on international travel by the way so if you missed it you're back you know he's got a lot of cool stories uh, so check that out but had a lot of intro kind of material on the last episode so I don't have as much to mention on this one uh, but I just wanted to thank, thank everyone who's been reaching out to me lately um, whether trying to you know <laughs> sign up as, as being a guest or whether in, I've had a couple of people reach out to me that's interested in doing uh, videos with us, put, uh, potential sponsorships. So all that's uh, great, and I really appreciate those emails. Um, I'm trying to get through them all. <laughs> so uh, it's one thing to respond to an email; it's one another thing to try and find out uh, when to call someone back and set up all the logistics, you know, and uh, you know, all that. So trying to get through all that. So if you have reached out and I'm being a little sluggish, I apologize for it. Um, but another thing I want to remind people about is you know just old basics in general there's a lot of stuff on our website a lot of videos and, and just remember what we're trying to do we're just trying to create a resource uh for all of us right Expe- i mean for sebastian and i especially as well you know if we're creating a resource that's valuable to us I'm, you know hopefully it'll be valuable to a lot of other people as well we're just trying to create a resource that makes it easy to learn about the oil and gas industry so all these various topics and um one thing i want to m- mention to you guys because i don't always mention it very often because in my mind, it's just default. It's kind of, you know, (laughs) the backbone of Wolfwood Basics, but I don't mention it enough. But, you know, if you're just getting into the industry or you know someone who is or or whatever be the case, uh, Sebastian and I actually has a, or have, has, have, whatever, whatever proper tense is supposed to be there. We actually have a course uh, designed for that very case. So we basically created a course a year, roughly a year ago, year and a half ago, uh, designed to introduce someone to the industry. So really tie everything all together, everything from drilling, completions, production, and everything in between. We hit on land a little bit. We hit about uh, you know pre-drilling, post-drilling, pre you know, all this kind of stuff. You really just tie everything together because we, you know, we didn't have that resource when we came in as students and, and, and there's not really any that exist. And so just keep in mind that's there. We go over a lot of stuff. It's about, well, I think 15 hours or so of material. And there's a good bit of video, a lot of pictures, a lot of diagrams. So it's really built the way that we like to learn. And so hopefully that's going to be valuable to you guys as well as listeners or anybody else that you might know that it might be valuable to. Go ahead and send them to our website, oilfootbasics.com start. I just wanted to throw that out there. So um but yeah, and the other thing, just a general commentary uh, mention here, and this is something that hopefully I'll be able to get someone on the podcast a little bit later on that's Colorado specific, but you know, I'm starting to see more firsthand. Uh, a lot of you know, I just moved to Colorado recently. Uh, I was here last summer, but I moved out here now to start full time, but Colorado is definitely a very different place, <laughs> so very different from Appalachia, very different from Texas, and those are the two areas that I've, I've seen operations in and been familiar with, but world of difference. Uh, it's, it's a lot different. You have a lot more community. Um, you, you goodness. Everything's just so close to everybody's house, and, and everything, you, you get so much community pushback, and just some of the craziest things have have, <laughs> have happened just uh, regarding the oil field in the last couple of weeks. And um, the way the media paints everything and just a very interesting place to be, um, and asset-wise as well. And, and just how it's produced, how it's operated—it's it's very interesting place to be. But hopefully, we'll get somebody on the podcast. And we've had a got a couple people in mind who are really leading a movement to help educate, um, you know, the public and help uh, keep each other strong <laughs> through through whatever operation. Because honestly, I think this state has got some of the cleanest and best operations uh, in the U.S. So. But that's not exactly how it comes off to the public lots of times. But it's very interesting. I actually had a um, a quick uh, discussion with one really, really sweet old lady. She's really sweet. <laughs> and uh, I was just trying to explain. Uh, she was mentioned something about her microwave, like, concerning her, like, cooking stuff in her microwave. I'm like, well, you don't really have to worry about it. It's just, you know, just energizing the uh, water molecules kind of, you know, inside, making them boil off and all this kind of stuff. And she's like, oh, that coming from a fracking engineer. <laughs> So it's very interesting. Everything is frack out here and uh you know I just can't trust us. So anyways, with that said, just a, a quick little uh, uh public uh, aside there, but it's a very interesting place to be and, I, and I'm liking it uh so far and I think there's a lot of unique challenges uh, but hopefully a pretty bright and encouraging future yet to come. And I think it's very cool how you've seen just the industry and the state uh, band together uh throughout this and some of the uh, legislation and stuff that's been passed li- uh, recently, but Very interesting place to be, but but anyways, and that's kind of a prelude to a future guest, but anyways, with that said, uh, I've got Michael on the line. How you doing today, Michael? Good, good, how are you? (laughs) Pretty good, welcome to episode 30 great i'm really really
1: happy to be here and i can tell you the oil field basics is a, a very very uh, needed things uh, to the industry because uh, uh, lots of the knowledge uh, should be structured and uh, should be uh, put in the way what you do and we really we really love and appreciate what you do guys
0: yeah well, i appreciate it man yeah so we're, we're uh we get it's interesting too um how many uh, international stuff people that we get on our, especially our YouTube channel, uh, they seem to comment a lot on our videos, and it just it's pretty interesting uh, to be in this realm and trying to create this platform for everybody. But yeah, I appreciate it. And I did forget to mention that you're CEO of Rigger. um, And and in case you try to check out the website, it's not uh, er rigger.com, it's er (laughs) rigger.us. So I already Uh, made that mistake, so I'll pass that on to any listeners before we dive too deep into anything.
1: Yeah, we actually have two, both, both websites, uh, rigor, uh .ca and US. So oh, gotcha. and just, uh, for, for both, both audience and both countries. So yeah, for Canada and US and, gotcha.
0: uh, Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, very cool. I think, uh, rigger.com is uh, some kind of marketing group or something.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the name was, yeah. Then the rigor.us on on those days was, uh, empty. And, uh, yeah, it was like a lucky, lucky, yeah. uh, arse. So yeah, yeah. but, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, well absolutely. Well tell us a little bit about uh yourself and uh your background in and then uh Rigger, um and what are you guys are trying to do and
1: yeah for sure. Uh so um my name is Michael Malcev and uh I'm CEO at Rigger uh and a company named the Belkasoft. Rigger is a product name uh and uh seven years ago we started from the very simple ideas to bring uh, uh digital technology to the oil field uh, uh rental and service companies and uh um because i was a, 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 like a little bit a, a history of uh, uh my own so i was a cfo of the rental company um, and and uh, we had uh, around 20 uh, field technician 20 to 25 field technician and five uh, dispatchers who are trying to uh, manage 3,000 rental units uh, in Excel spreadsheets. And I can tell you oh my, it was oh a nightmare. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I just asked uh, guys, hey, can you show me how you track the, your equipment? And they told, uh, yeah, this is what we have 25 different spreadsheets from different file technicians. And it was like remember 10 years ago the excel was uh, only a single user mode not a multi-users
0: yeah and uh yeah i'm sure they were all up to date at all times yeah every
1: every time uh, every night they they just sit down and uh, receive 25 uh, source of truth and try to manipulate and build the uh full picture of uh, all the rental units and it was really really tough so i can tell you for for that for that amount of uh, transactions, uh, 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 one one month, uh, I, t- I just tried to, to understand uh, how many transactions we had. It was like t- 100,000 transactions of the rental units
0: oh, wow. per month.
1: Yeah. And uh, all that things should be done uh, in uh, in one month uh, and uh, move to for around four hundred to five hundred invoices uh, to like different different clients. Uh, and uh, we had uh, four girls who you know constantly manipulate data mm-hmm. and trying to t- trying to invoice. Uh, and that was a aha moment because uh, my background was accounting and uh, IT, and uh, I think okay. We need to do something about this and uh after like half of the uh, of a year maybe nine months so the development uh, we had a draft version of a uh, rigger and uh, initially Rigger name was rig equipment rentals uh after that we just uh, you know put that a uh, short name mm-hmm.
0: and uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> <It> was easy <laughs> yeah <laughs> with, with so, just one g right <laughs> R- yeah, yeah 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 yep. <laughs> yeah one g because you know
1: um uh, to to have some specific, uh, and I can tell you people still still struggle to to read it. So yeah,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's always the number one question. Okay, uh, guys, how we name the product? Oh, okay. Anyways, uh, so yeah, the the initial uh, um, goal was uh, to. Um, show the uh, all the equipment where their equipment are uh, at any given moment and the second is to invoice faster Uh, so to have uh, all the invoices uh, um, done uh, as fast as possible and move to the to the client so because uh, imagine that you have uh, that kind of movement uh, all the time every day uh, every field technician has like two to six jobs Mm -hmm. Uh, manipulating five or seven uh, uh, pieces of the equipment uh, moving swap uh, and uh, um, and after that uh, you uh, need to understand okay number, calculate the rental days and understand what uh, kind of price the salesperson promised to the uh, particular engineer on the site
0: oh yeah because that might not always be the same right <laughs> Yes, yeah, so so
1: for, for this job we we promise you like ten percent off for this job twenty percent off and uh, you you imagine that uh, uh, those are information is disconnected and uh, uh, at the end of the day it was a nightmare for the accountant to invoice yeah, yeah, I bet <laughs> yeah, so this is this is what kind of problem we we solve uh, uh, using. Implementing uh, rigor for uh, oilfield rentals and service companies, and uh, this is another. We 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 realize that we have a niche market in the niche market. So from one hand, uh, the most of the software designed for the services, so like oilfield services, it's it's easy game with the invoices. So you just uh, have the rental hours and prices, and this is your invoice. For uh, oil field rentals, it's become a little bit complex because you need to calculate the rental days Mm. for every single unit number. And it's tough in some cases (laughs) because it could be like uh, uh, rental breaks is a popular thing. Uh, it could be idling equipment, uh, uh, which uh, you will not charge, but it's still at the location. And uh, some of the equipment works, some of the equipment uh, uh, rented for replacement, something like that. Uh, oh, yeah. Lots of, lots of cases. And um, uh, in, in some cases, uh, the biggest rental invoice I saw was 25 columns. <laughs> oh my god. Man. So it was like like uh billable days, actual days, uh etc. etc. etcetera etcetera. Et et so like discounts, uh before discount, after discount, and uh was like okay, yeah, that 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 challenge. And another oh, yeah. challenge oh, yeah. another challenge is uh uh that uh you need to um especially uh when we talk about oil field rentals uh, um, compared with uh, um um general rentals. The general rentals like uh construction or um like a general equipment like uh, Home Depot or, or whoever uh do that the the they have this um uh, in, in a very uh, different manner. So you, they, they don't care where you use it. For oil field rentals, you need to have a precise coordinates or, or location name or, or any other information uh, uh, for for the invoice. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, in, in this case, uh, you see that uh, uh, the, in moreover, more, most of the job done by field technicians, so you have not only rentals, but a service portion as well. So invoice become a very complex, like a two or three uh, different tables of uh, uh, rental services and parts uh, and any additional charges you have for the rental job. So, gotcha. yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Quick question, for, quick you. question for you. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, whatever you're talking, whatever about, you're talking about, oil field oil services field service is that is that pretty much all expansive to even be able to talk about? You know, like a, a, a mud company or um, I mean, goodness, like any, literally any type of service company across the industry a pressure testing company for example is, is it that expansive or were, when you start, when you're saying services are you talking something more specific um
1: it's wide range so the you're named uh, uh several mm-hmm. but uh, it could be um the telecom service uh, right. provider right. it could be a portable toilets provider it could okay. be yeah. It, imagine uh, there is a, a big, big chunk of the uh, companies who provide uh, like um, uh, a, like not not a direct uh, or services, but uh, services for oilfield sites. Um, so and uh, yeah, there are those those are big big industry. So mm-hmm. around around uh, the uh oil rig i i forgot the uh the source but uh it was mentioned that uh, around one rig you can uh see that around approximately thirty six different companies providing services to them oh yeah i believe that yeah or roughly like it could be more or less but uh, in general just uh average number thirty six mm-hmm. so uh yeah you can you can imagine that uh they have struggled because you need to um uh, for example, one, one of our clients um, they have 180 uh, safety, um, uh, instru- uh, safety um, how are they called uh, it field, uh, uh, field technicians mm-hmm. who, who provide the safety, safety service for, for oilfield sites. And you can imagine you need to manage all those um, you know, transactions like every, every, every single day they, they have a ticket mm-hmm. everywhere. So safety consultants, so yeah. And uh, it's a uh, different task, I would say, that the dispatching itself uh, become a big uh, problem uh, because you need to know who is available, who is uh, um, uh, capable to do this job, particular job, because different different jobs require different uh, qualification and skills. Mm-hmm. So that that uh, um, as well become uh, a, like a very challenging for uh, service companies because you need to have uh, the entire skill set understand uh, say the safety uh, certification expired for this person this month so we need to update it etc so all kind of different information uh, needs to be. At the dispatcher hands. Moreover, um, they need to understand uh, the distance because in some cases it could be, especially in Texas or say here in, in uh, Alberta, you can have like a five or six six-hour drive to the one um, one way.
0: Oh yeah, so, yeah for sure. So does does your app instead like whenever or your rear software whenever if it is like equipment rentals or whatever would be the case does mm-hmm. it is it able to optimize kind of placement and rental dispatch um, as part of that because i assume that you know if you can optimize that as, as a business and stuff that's definitely going to help you know control costs for whoever's using that software yeah
1: in some cases you can uh see the utilization say for example uh one you you have a rental fleet with like five different types of equipment and you have a budget uh to invest uh, one million for example uh and uh you analyze uh, for the past year so the type number one uh have the utilization eighty percent type number one sixty percent Type number three or four like twenty twenty five percent definitely you will invest in first two to make more return from from your uh, investment so uh one one thing another thing uh definitely when you see uh, real-time picture about your equipment locations. You definitely will optimize this. Uh, uh, um, uh, another example: uh, some of the uh, clients they use a r- uh, re-rent equipment. We call it a sub-rent. So they uh, rent equipment from the. Um, uh other companies uh, uh pretty much the same same companies what they do so the the uh, uh, rented to the to the vent uh to the client oh, okay. so uh and uh in some cases you need to analyze uh because uh, uh you can see the moments when your equipment idling at the, your yard and a sub-rental equipment working for the client so yes definitely you need to optimize that
0: gotcha gotcha so, what other um, challenges do you, know, you guys see uh, w- within the oilfield services and equipment rental uh, business? Yeah, definitely. Uh,
1: so, it's it's very interesting business uh, and um, definitely the uh, oilfield service and rental companies, they need to um, optimize uh, the usage uh, and understand the usage of the resources. So two main uh, resources like equipment and uh, um, employees Uh, and uh, definitely uh, the technology, what uh, kind of technology they applied for that. Uh, And uh, what we see right now, because the entire world is speeding up (laughs) a little bit. So definitely the uh, the speed of action become a very, very important, say, for example, uh, sales the faster quote wins the deal because right. it as as faster you provide the quote to your uh, client more chances you have to to win because if you if you provide a quote in a week they probably will will finish the job already oh yeah
0: for sure <laughs> everybody so, always need it yesterday
1: yeah definitely yeah, yesterday is a normal normal <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> if not the day before, right? If you're, if yeah, you're lucky absolutely. it was yesterday.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh another another speed of action uh of course is the invoicing. I can give you an example. Uh, we have one client in Texas. They they have a uh, like different uh, uh departments and uh like very, very um uh, Wide uh, area of uh, the services, so from like Texas, Louisiana, Oklahoma, and um, uh, it uh, was 21 day average of uh, f- like took took them to invoice the uh, all the clients, like 21 days. Wow! Uh, after the implementation of rigor, they the last report I saw it was like two days, than oh, average.
0: Yeah, definitely gonna get their money way course, faster.
1: It's 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 a it's a it's a different mindset. It's a different uh, um, um, speed, and uh, definitely, it's a different cash flow.
0: Hmm. What do you yeah. mean by different cash flow?
1: I mean they they start receiving money faster.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha. gotcha.
1: Because because otherwise, they they that kind of uh, DCO like this. Um, uh, sales outstanding uh starting when you're starting the invoice when you recognize that you realize this uh you know, service or or rental service whatever uh but uh now uh, when you when you receive money uh when you start faster invoicing it will 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 be uh, uh like you will spend less uh to uh, service this debt because if you need money you will go to the bank you will pay the interest rate Mm-hmm. Okay, and you will receive money faster from your clients. You you will not have to pay to uh to the bank.
0: Gotcha.
1: So and uh, another another thing um which uh, um they. They struggle, uh, it's a clear visibility of the um, resource profitability. So the, the business line profitability, the region profitability, uh, the uh, different service type profitability. So we, they need to understand, uh, um, they, they definitely understand the revenue, but in, in some cases, it's really tough to understand the uh, cost of uh, doing business, cost of providing particular service, cost of usage of a particular equipment, etc
0: yeah yeah and one of the things and we like i mentioned the previous episode we just put up an economics course and uh you know one of the the key takeaways of of that and really probably any course on economics is you know money uh money a dollar today is worth more than a dollar tomorrow <laughs> so sure. obviously the quicker you can get that you know definitely is gonna be the better
1: yeah absolutely uh, and and again uh it's uh uh it's it's very very important to um uh, Um, see the full picture and all the details. Uh, And um, to make a a right management decision to to support right management management decision process, you need to provide uh, as fast information, maybe not that precise, like 99% accurate is totally good to -hmm. make a decision. Yes, When, when we talk at a traditional accounting department, they will provide the information a month after. So it's too late. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: Well, so what about, um, you know, when, when you have such a big, so like on the, uh, the rental side of the business and just trying to get some perspective on this, um, a little bit more, I mean, obviously it's a huge part of our industry. Um, but especially in terms of, you know, when you have such a big fleet, just being able to manage. You know, not only inspections, but also you know when something is is going wrong, when it needs uh, repaired, right? And just just tracking all of that, tracking, I guess, like how many hours until repair, right? If it's some kind of an engine or or something uh, that has that kind of a metric on it, how 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 do how do you track all that, or like what is how how is that changing, I guess, too.
1: Oh, repairs and uh, re- repairs, maintenance and uh, uh, inspection is a big uh, part of the uh, our rental business. is probably the the one of the most important because you need to understand. Um, and with one of our client, we we have um, uh, special analysis. Uh, they they'd like to know how long uh, a particular type of the equipment, uh, like how, how usually the the average uh, repair um like lasts so what 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 is the what is the 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 average uh repairs for this and this and this and this and they analyze that and uh see uh what kind of equipment or co- what kind of manufacturer even uh mm-hmm. is better performed uh so so for 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 the for their purposes another right. another uh, analysis could be uh like a uh what kind of clients treat the equipment in a better way Mm-hmm. Okay, so some of the some of the reports which we provide, uh, so uh, like a client history report uh, showing, uh, so how many uh, repairs you have from uh, this client and uh, oh, if,
0: really. because that's an interesting metric of, to capture.
1: Absolutely. And and some of the uh, some of the clients, uh, uh, they ask the you know, discounts for the volume, etc. But uh, you can provide this report and tell them, okay, this is this is how you treat our equipment. So there is no no discount.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what is the kind of? Is there like a an expectation set forth, or, or fine print, or terms, or you know something that says you know hey, well, since you're when, while you're renting it, you know if this goes wrong or this happens, you know here's who's responsible, here's how it's going to be handed Like, is that pretty common, or is it kind of more just like deal with it, you know, once it happens, kind of thing.
1: Oh, it, it really depends on the type of the equipment. So we have, uh, say, for example, blowout preventers or or pressure uh, control um, uh, division. They do uh, that all the valves. Mm-hmm. They they it, it it goes strictly to the repair shop. So it's it's not not uh, the uh, like not non-exclusion. So they 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 go to the repair shop. Some some of the equipment, you know, they can repair like once a year. Once, once in two or three years. Okay. So, depending on the on the type of the equipment. So, but but repairs are, are huge uh, for some of the um, uh, type of equipment. Some some of the type of equipment do not need like much much attention and maintenance. Mm. However, uh, the one of the big thing right now it's become a preventive maintenance and predictive maintenance. So uh, more, more, yeah, more and more <laughs> clients. They they'd like to know how many hours a particular equipment work uh, at the field, and uh, from from the like, uh, special periodic uh, um, uh, um, um, they are they, they starting uh, doing the repairs in the field, or uh, understand that uh, say it should be replaced uh, every like hundred hours uh mm-hmm. and uh they, they just uh, change the part uh another thing um what uh, we see more and more clients they'd like to analyze the defects uh, appears in the repairs so they they like to know the trends so that this equipment uh required this and this and this and such and such a, such a uh defect happening uh regularly so they, they they like to understand how to fix it and how to prevent uh, that malfunctions uh for for the equipment mm. and definitely um, more and more uh, equipment become uh smart so it's uh like um, um, the they 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 try to connect uh, the equipment to the internet and uh, uh, have the information real time information about uh, different parameters of the of the of the equipment say uh we have telemetry for generators. Uh, and uh, all the kind of um, information the dispatcher can see uh, about about performing uh, of the particular engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, or another another um, example could be the uh, level of uh, fuel uh, or a tank level. So lots of lots of smart um sensors smart equipment become available nowadays and uh and it's crazy
0: how how common that that's being 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 implemented like all across the industry you know every not just i guess even now too you know <laughs> equipment rentals but you know just it's, it seems like literally every single piece of equipment even if it's just a temporary piece and it's a third party vendor it seems like they've it's, it's all got some form of automa- automation or, you know, some kind of uh, automatic kills and stuff on it that, that's more automated, and not just like pneumatic or, you know, or some kind of uh, something like that. So it's pretty interesting to see all that, you know, <laughs> going that's that right. way. Yeah. Yeah. And that's right. And that,
1: that is why we see that trend and we see that more and more uh, equipment become smart, become digital and require digital support. So that is why uh one of the big trend I think for the uh industry will be RFID when they will become available hmm. uh all the serial numbers or serial equipment I, I mean become more um um so I I can give an example with the um solar panels so the solar panels 20 years ago was un- like fantastically um um expensive and uh, right now they become cheaper and cheaper every year so i believe that same situation will be with rfid and this will help a lot uh for to for for the rental companies to do the tr- equipment tracking do the equipment um, um, uh inventory uh counting uh all kind of different uh manipulations of equipment with rfid will be will become easy and faster
0: Okay. Can, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Because in my mind, RFID... Oh, is, radio is frequency pretty,
1: identification, yeah.
0: Okay. but the, Everything I've always seen it been used for is basically like a little card, right? And it has to be like really uh, decently close proximity and it just uh, it reads off each other, right? Yep. Um, so yeah. So is yeah. that pretty much the extent you're talking about to where, I don't know, you can scan an item like that and it kind of, what, holds its own data? Or, or like, or is that yeah. something that you, you think can, can you, you You're probably familiar with the
1: barcode scanner. Correct. Yeah. So the barcode scanners read the that barcodes or QR codes uh, uh, and uh, provide the exact number. So uh, the one of the challenge for um, rental companies they have like uh, hundreds of identical items. Uh, understand which unit number you use right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you have an RFID, uh, again this this is like a theory right now because uh, it's it's expensive but I believe that in the future it become better and better so when you have an RFID uh, attached to the particular unit number and you have a scanner and scanner could be not a, like a scanner it could be a, a gate so when you and and uh, for the field technician uh, when they uh, come to the yard they put number of equipment uh, to the uh, truck leave the gate gate will read it and ge- generate a ticket oh interesting. OK, OK, gotcha. so yeah, so this 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 not required like uh, thinking, OK, this number I, I use or other number or whatever It it is just uh, another another um, um, uh, that, that when we talk about RFID and geolocation. So uh, when we put the um, geo uh, geo gates uh, um, uh, for for that. Uh, particular field. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this case, we can put this scanner, RFID scanner, to the truck, and the truck itself will be uh, like a storage. And uh, when uh, the the employee will uh, put this particular equipment to the geofan uh, geofan, so they 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 will uh, generate again another ticket that uh, uh, this equipment usage at, at this particular location. So. It will be more visual and c- clear understanding what's going on and uh, how things working.
0: Hmm, that's interesting. And so barcode just, so that's not uh, specific to that, um, individual unit of, of that, like <laughs> so barcode just kind of tells you like, what, like an, as an identifier of like a group, whereas an RF, RFID is, uh, can be individual. No, no, no. Bar bar barcode used we 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 actually we have a couple of clients with
1: barcodes. Uh, and uh, the problem with barcode is that it's not durable.
0: Oh, that's okay. that's the
1: only problem, and uh, another another problem I faced uh, uh, in my practice uh, was that uh, their uh, barcode scanners freeze at minus thirty Celsius degrees in Canada. So <laughs> well,
0: I, it was not. I hope there's not very many people trying to scan at negative thirty <laughs> degrees Celsius.
1: <laughs> oh, you know, oil field they, they work in minus forty. <laughs> minor, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, not this guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I understand, but again, uh, the main the main problem for uh, barcodes bar uh, that uh, they not um, uh, durable so three four five jobs in a hard uh, uh, environment and uh, you know it's scratched uh, it's no it's not 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 possible to read everything so it's just uh, uh, questionable how practical it could be to use a barcode because you need to replace the barcode all the time so that's gotcha. Gotcha. That's a main okay. that's a main <laughs> challenge. Yeah. But RFID, RFID usually you can uh, put it into the uh, to the equipment somewhere somehow and it will be readable uh, from five to 7, 10 meters. So in some cases uh, to understand where the particular equipment you do not need even, you know, leave your truck. So yeah. you can
0: no, that's super cool. I never thought about that as kind of an yeah. application for that. So yeah, that's pretty good. Again,
1: nifty. right <laughs> now it's only theory. uh for most of our clients uh but i believe like two three years from now it will be more common
0: Mm. yeah well that'd be cool (laughs) (laughs) absolutely yeah predicted first on awful basics right (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah
1: yeah and and again uh like new technologies uh, become more and more popular say for example the iphone has right now 10 years something like that 10 years Mm -hmm. so yeah and uh again like first like 10 years ago i thought okay oh it's not it's not probably just like a, (laughs) uh especially especially ipad so ipad i thought okay it's just like a thing for like for gamers and it's not not for the real world but right now we we build an application for mobile uh mobile application for tablets and it's a normal thing, so it's just a uh, you know business usage, yeah. <laughs> uh, all all the time. So yeah, and uh, iPad is a, is another uh, big thing. So yeah, mobile applications is a is a huge, and uh, what we see right now, if we talk about the trends, so um, the everything goes to the mobile. Uh, so, uh, peop- like all the software become um, the platform agnostic, so, and uh, everything goes to, uh, from, from the computer to mobile, so uh, we, we have, okay, I will put it this way, uh, the experience guide, they, they prefer to use a paper. They do not want to use a computer and we have uh, a young guys uh, who do not want to use a computer because they use phones <laughs> so nobody <Yeah>. wants to <laughs> use a computer
0: <laughs> <It is. laughs>
1: yeah so yeah it's it's become extremely popular uh, more and more our clients they they love our uh, mobile application because the our mobile application can work offline and uh, in a field, you can enter all the information you need, uh, and after that, synchronize with the cloud database. Mm-hmm. So this is another trend. So it's a, it's a big uh, thing because everyone wants to have everything at their hand anytime
0: yeah yeah no for sure <laughs> i definitely agree with that my my issue is my phone is always dying <laughs> so <laughs> i just need like the five dollar uh, charger for my truck <laughs> okay extra battery <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah um, one of the things you had uh, mentioned on kind of a, a list you'd sent me right of topics and stuff you could discuss was um in, integration with accounting i think you've, you've kind of hit on that a little bit uh maybe Maybe there's something more to, to add on to that and what you had in mind. But also, I'm curious to hear, um, you had mentioned, you know, what, what what producers are expecting from service providers nowadays, and I assume, you know, maybe how that's been changing um, over the, the last couple of years or whatever. So can you kind of hit on those a little bit?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so let's, let's talk about the integration of the accounting, which, uh, it's, again, it's become a number one question uh, from all our clients. So... Uh yes it's uh, the most popular uh for the small guys uh, uh could be a quickbooks or uh sage sage 15 okay. uh sage 50 sage sage 100 sage 300 Uh, And uh, yeah, it's not a big deal. So, uh, and um, uh, for us, so we send to the accounting systems and invoices. So, we generate invoices in rigor and then uh, send to the accounting so the accountant can see uh, all the uh, information and all the invoices. They do not need to enter this stuff. Mm. We build a mapping table uh, and uh, convert uh, uh, items in rigor to items in QuickBooks, for example. And uh, it's just uh, one click of the button, so it's just uh, you know a couple seconds, and they see all the invoices generated. Uh, another big thing uh, is the integration with the e-billing systems like uh, Cortex and Open Invoice. Uh, those are uh, connectors to the uh, operators' uh, ERP systems, so your invoice become invoice in the say, for example, EOG. Uh, accounting system so that's 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 a breach uh, we we build as well and uh you do not need to send this uh invoice to the ap department of the operator mm. you just click one button and everything goes automatically
0: do you have any uh operators paying in bitcoin yet <laughs> not yet not, not yet, yet. <laughs> not yet yeah maybe that's in the next couple of years too i don't know <laughs> uh, we'll see
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah, but uh, uh, um, talking about the uh, operator's uh, requirements, uh, they become uh, more and more curious about technical data. Uh, technical data like uh, a pressure uh, or mm, uh, temperature or any other uh, data uh, which uh, will uh, describe the entire process of how the equipment works how how equipment perform and uh, they not required uh, only the like financial data, so number of days, rates, etc. They mo- uh, more and more asking uh, about uh, real time data or at least uh, like once a day data uh, to understand uh, how the a particular equipment performed. And we see that it's a big trend right now. So they 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 asking not just to provide the equipment but provide equipment and data. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is this is what we see right now, and uh, we see that uh, uh, that uh, cl- cl- rental companies be, uh, need to accelerate repairs. They n- and need to accelerate uh, uptime, uh, so increase uptime for using the smart equipment. Uh, and it's um,
0: what do you mean by yeah, rent- smart equipment?
1: Smart equipment, uh, the um, equipment with those uh, sensors and okay, uh, um, gotcha. they connected, connected to the internet. And remote monitoring become a big uh, trend right now.
0: Gotcha. Now, is, that, is there, like, so when, when companies are requesting, you know, data from, you know, the smart equipment and stuff, is there a particular... A way that you know everybody kind of wants it handed over, or are they just pretty you know let you know, just take whatever the the service company gives you know in terms of data organization or, or data format. For, so far, there is no
1: standard. Is it's it? I believe it's it will come uh, in the future, but right now, uh, like different manufacturer providing different uh, you know standards and different different data. Uh-huh. Uh, um, representation uh but uh in general i believe that uh yeah it, it will it will come so and and maybe maybe the the biggest uh um that um, transition of the data so it will be will be more more and more technical data than financial data
0: gotcha gotcha and and how does um safety kind of play into to all of this into the platform and to just the the rental industry in in general
1: safety is a big safety number one definitely (laughs) but i mean like so Uh you're,
0: you're providing all these you know different different types of let's say just just the equipment rental part and there's different types different brands and you know you're providing it to you know x company Mm-hmm. Um, is there like do you sometimes have to have like an operator come with that equipment um, or do you just trust that the, <laughs> that the the whoever's renting the equipment it will have the expertise to to run it or you know what, where does that kind of stand? typically
1: uh, def- uh, typically the the different operators have different standards and uh, different uh, standards again, uh, the uh, safety uh, in different countries and even different states, differ no, <laughs> <Say yeah>. for, <laughs> for sure uh, for example texas and um, um north dakota it's a completely different story uh, and um uh so uh, we if we talk about uh, our our software and how we uh help our uh, clients to track the safety um, tickets so uh we can connect uh, all the field tickets and delivery tickets with the safety uh, GSAs uh, uh, so uh, and build the algorithm, then uh, the field technician could not enter any data to the field ticket w- without GSA. Oh, cool. So that, that kind of control we can uh, build uh, uh, to the system, so even in mobile devices they could not um say for example uh, one one of the alert could be uh if we see that uh, the uh, field technician start the job but uh, there is no uh vehicle inspection mm. so the dispatcher will receive an alert so okay he's just start moving but uh, uh no uh, safety inspection in the system oh interesting <laughs> yeah so so it's like like watching uh, what's happening uh, and uh, uh, understand uh, the real-time uh, safety issues because you know uh, I remember that my my days in uh, oil field like uh, the guys in the field they have a safety day for the month and fill out all the safety tickets once. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> yeah. Is that at? Yeah. Um, I forgot, but anyway. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, that, that's that's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, but no,
1: but we know we know that that kind of practice exists. So uh, and to prevent that, uh, we can uh, build uh, some algorithms uh, for for the like a, a business process, you couldn't move forward without safety. Mm
0: mm-hmm.
1: No, that's definitely a very yeah.
0: value added thing there.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it's 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 very, very, uh, again, it requires some discipline from the field technicians
0: yeah but and, uh and buy-in yeah
1: yeah and and some you know management you know precision decision so it's like you have to do that um yeah. so yeah and in, in in many cases it's just uh uh the discipline of the of the field tech
0: gotcha well you know from kind of all this kind of wrapping itself into the future um, what, what are you making of right now, like like digitization of um, the oil field, you know, concept and just paperless overall, like as an industry, um, kind of you know, the movements and stuff, everything. Just kind of what your analysis of this, uh, you know, kind of other and just the future of it. So definitely, uh, so <laughs> uh, a whiteboard
1: dispatching, uh, you know, it's a it's a bust. It's no, no doubt. So everything will go to uh, mobile, everything goes to the computers. Uh, definitely, it uh, will reduce the speed of... Tran- uh, will reduce the cost of transaction and increase speed of transactions. So the, the data will flow uh, faster. And uh, my vision that uh, it will be a communication between uh, buyers and sales or, or, or service providers. Uh, so it will be digital communication. So nobody will use phones, most of the, um, you know, services will be ordered uh, in a web. So, and this is, this is why we, we build the customer portals uh, for our clients, so they, uh, you know, receive orders from their clients uh, in, a, in a web. So, and my understanding, uh, this, this process will be um, a future of oil field. So, more and more uh, marketplaces or digital uh, um, platforms will, will uh, rise, and uh, more and more um, visibility will be available. And uh, it will definitely affect the price uh, of the service. And, Do you think uh, uh, up
0: or down overall? Down, down. Yeah. No,
1: down. because. Uh, definitely uh the uh, digital uh and and increase competi- com- competition so mm-hmm. uh it it no no doubt the price will goes down
0: now how do you um uh, maybe it's rather more more straightforward than than we would think but you know, to justify you know pay, you know this is an investment right to get yeah. get all these systems you know converted over to mm-hmm. digital and, and especially if you're doing uh, getting smart equipment and just installing those sensors and installing the, the communication right to, from that equipment to you know <laughs> you <laughs> and uh overall i mean so if the price is going to go down you, how how's that kind of uh just viewed in terms of you know i'm a, I'm a small contractor or something and I, I know it would hopefully lead to uh better times right but there's going to be quite an investment to get there Oh,
1: definitely. Uh, so so the, when the price will, will again, it's, we, we talk about like 10-15 years from now, uh, and um, if we talk about the uh, small guys, they, they have to grow mm-hmm. <laughs> or uh, it will be some kind of merge and acquisition. Yeah, which yeah. we which we see all, all, all the time. Oh, yeah,
0: even the big guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, you need you need to understand the optimum level of the service provided because, you know, and, and again, the optimum level is going up and down depending on the uh, on the service and demand and uh, all other economical circumstances.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I think kind of going back to um, what you said to earlier about just producers what they're expecting um, from service so i think it's going to just continue to be something that's expected um you know, they, they may not care to have some metrics but you know some some of them they probably will yep yeah
1: yep so again uh they they need to analyze as well uh, all the all the processes and better and optimize their their operations so that is why they they acquired all those technical data
0: mm-hmm yeah, another question I have for you, just in, in general, for uh, equipment rental or even, I guess, to some extent, service companies. Um, whenever you're, so like from a, a higher up leadership perspective, uh, management. Whenever you're trying to you, determine, I get you know there'd have to be some kind of an an optimal number of you know either fleets to have of members of the crew to have um, or people you know or services to have and offer like you know, it got to be kind of somewhat of an optimum number, right? But it's going to be, I'm sure, really hard to come up with that. But um, so, so how have you kind of seen that process go, just people trying to, to figure out that number um, in, the, in the past? And is your tool helping with that uh, in, in kind of in, in the future and now? Or just kind of give us a little bit of an insight to that side of the industry. Oh, you know, it it really, again, it depends on the uh,
1: on the business model. It depends on the uh the 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 service depends on the um region and uh, and demand mm-hmm. i can give you two examples uh like uh one of the um equipment uh it will be a uh, trailers so uh motorhomes so, or or not not a motorhomes like uh mobile homes so uh the mobile homes uh they can be seated on the particular field or site or camp for number of years, 5, 10, 15, Mm -hmm. so, and uh, the only um, service they require is cleaning, uh, maybe repairs, uh, maybe some water and gas, that's it. Mm -hmm. So regular, so you don't need to have like a particular person who will manage that movement because there is no movement at all.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, Another another example will be a portable toilet, uh, depending on the site uh, and site productivity. (laughs) A different kind of productivity, but yes, it could be replaced every two two days. Okay, so two days service replaced, uh, uh, swapped, and uh, etc. So in this case, you need to have like uh, two, three guys who will uh, serve that uh, particular side. Uh, so that kind of two different business model, two different uh, uh, scale, two different size. So definitely for the first one, you probably need to have uh, maybe one or two person at all for the entire company. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for the another, uh, you need to have... Uh, maybe twenty maybe twenty five depending on the number of uh, uh rental units you have mm. but again most most of our clients when we talk about uh portable toilets uh um they they operate hundreds of them so and um again so it could be it could be two different uh, scale to different formats but maybe uh and and both both examples are very very extreme so from from one to another <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah, but usually it could be some something between. So um, from you know, depending depending on the um, frequency of movements and depending on the number of units, mm-hmm. and of course the geography as well. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, what we see right now, because uh, uh, every fa- uh, every um, business can be uh, remote, like a management remote. So we see that. You know you can have uh, a headquarter in houston and um you know five seven different departments uh, uh different shops and yards and in different different mm-hmm. states so, and so and, is that
0: pretty much what you meant by uh, the different business models kind of more more of like just what they're dealing with equipment wise yeah 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 okay. absolutely gotcha i don't know if they're like like especially for enps right there's different and i guess probably for just really every company in, in general. there's different ways that you can view the business in terms of, you know, are you trying to make a quick return? Are you in it for you know the larger profit in the end? You know, or just or are you trying to set it up to be sold? I I thought maybe that's what you had meant by a business model.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And again, what's what's your goal? your goal is to um, provide the best service, your goal is to provide the best quality, your goal is to uh, make more money. Uh, So really depends. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because, you know, you you will optimize your business uh, uh, from, like, different perspective, depending on what kind of end goal of the owners. So owners uh, want to sell it in five years. owners want to own uh, this business for 30 years. So it will be different, different decisions. Mm
0: -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, we're starting to get a little bit closer to time here, but is there anything in terms of the... Uh, on the the rigor side or as your background as a CFO and now CEO or or anything that you'd like to uh, definitely touch on before we wrap this up or any type of advice or just general perspective that you'd like to leave us with go digital <laughs> <laughs> if you're not convinced yet <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah go go
1: digital it's the future uh, definitely uh, and uh, if you still use the paper Tickets uh, or whiteboards. Um, think about uh, future of your business. Uh, think about scalability of your business, uh, and um, you know the digital pressure uh, will only grow. Uh, the 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 one of the one of the reason why uh, rental business become more and more popular uh, because the uh technology developing very very fast and uh, nobody wants to uh, own uh the equipment uh everyone wants to use it mm, yeah <laughs> yes yeah. it's, it's it's a different concept uh, that is why you know you need to be fast say for example i can give you an example from the telecom business so we had uh as i mentioned like around uh uh, 3000 rental units and uh, by technology. Uh, so they, they are good. So they they we, you can use it for 10 years, but technology changes, it. And they become obsolete after three years.
0: Oh, wow. So
1: yeah, because you know, uh, say, for example, like 10 years ago, nobody nobody's even dreaming about uh, a live video stream with the field. Yeah. Right now yeah. it's a normal practice. Yeah. yeah. And it's a different different type of the equipment used for that. So that's, that's, that's an example uh, of uh, how digital uh, become very, very powerful. And uh, yeah, go digital. No um, key. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. What, I guess the, the last question I have for you then is, you know, if someone's toying with this idea and obviously, you know, obviously wants to head this direction, uh, I, I'm guessing there's primarily two options, right? Either build it in-house um, or, or use something that's already created. Do you have any, just general advice from them, I guess. A little bit aside from your your position as CEO of, of this co- of that company, but uh, just a little bit of perspective for them or something you would uh, tell them. Um, definitely, yeah. So
1: it's uh, very important uh, to understand your goal, uh, understand your um, the, the the business goals and uh, how the things will. Um move forward.
0: Um, yeah, probably the, the cost to develop and everything too, right? If you're doing it on your own.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and if, if you if you will develop your own, uh, the system, again, it's possible. Uh, because lots of uh, uh, what we see, um, different service companies, the, even if they do pretty much the same thing, they uh, do the business in their own. So they provide the service in their own uh, way.
0: A lot of the majors probably have their own (laughs) software they've developed. And
1: and in this case, uh, uh, you know, your the the way how you provide the service, how you run the business become your competitive advantage. And uh, yeah, because the rest is just, uh, you you know, you have this pretty much the same uh, equipment, you have uh, same employees, same qualification, I mean, uh, different spirit, different stru- uh, different culture uh, uh, within the company and different technology. The different the way how you provide this. Mm-hmm. And uh, definitely this required a different software. Uh, and in this case, uh, you have two ways. Uh, you can adopt uh, existing software or build from scratch your own. Mm-hmm. But when you start building scratch of your own, you... Uh, you know trapped in in a very uh, bad situation uh, because your IT department uh, they do not want to develop the the, the product so they develop on like a a particular level and they stop because they do not need to do that uh, even if you have some requirements from uh, so the the speed of developing is different Uh, From our perspective, every single client brings to us new ideas and uh, we add those ideas to the uh, product and share with uh, the entire community. And uh if you compare rigor like two years ago, and right now it's two completely different products it's it's more best, more advanced, and we know that in two years we will be even even better
0: yeah <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so sure. yeah so uh again, uh, now our approach because uh, we appreciate that kind of a different way to do business, we do a lot of customization uh so roughly, I can tell you that uh um, each client receive approximately 30% of customized and 70% of base solution. So it, and it, this is what, what we do and this is how we differ from other guys.
0: Very cool. Yeah. Well, with that note, thank you so much for being on here. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to, to be a part of this. No,
1: it it was a pleasure and uh, and a great to talk. So uh, thank you so much and really appreciate that uh, opportunity.
0: And uh, yeah, <laughs> wish all
1: the best to all the basics.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, I appreciate it. If anybody wants to get in touch with you guys, um, obviously you're you're available on LinkedIn and uh, riger.us. So there's the there's a yeah. the resource for you guys. But yeah, thanks so much for for being on here, Michael. Appreciate it. Good. Thank you so much. <laughs> all right guys thanks again for for tuning in for another episode um appreciate all the the faithful viewership and uh please be sure to share it with others uh tell others about us tell us about tell others about what we're trying to do here and of course follow us on all of our social media and always stay up to date you know to always stay up to date on all of our new and upcoming videos and, and everything of well, basics wise so thanks again guys and we'll catch you in the next episode take care guys